And do some vocal warm ups. Yeah. <laughs> that was your vocal warm up? Yep. Okay. That's the one. The human torch. I thought you were going to do something like that. The human torch was denied. Mm. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Yeah. Red. My voice is an octave lower right now. Mine too. It's exhausted from the music. Okay, you ready? Let's do it, man. Get into it. Let's go, time. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Here's the Thing, the show where we tell you the thing about a thing. Right? That's it. That's what we're doing. Is that going to be our motto? I don't know. I was doing it on the fly. That was good. Should I I take it again? Hey, everyone, here's the thing. No, 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 no. No, let's keep that. Keep the first one. The thing where we tell you the thing about the thing. About a thing. And not edit any of this one? No, why not? Let's just... So here's the thing. See what I did there? Here's the thing. This podcast is going to be an opportunity for people to converse with us. And us with each other. And us with each other about topics that are interesting to people. So whether it's pop culture or music or those are... That pretty much covers it all. <laughs> no, or any or anything else for that matter. Right. This is going to be an opportunity for us to talk about it and have some fun while we do it. It's going to be a good journey. And we would like to welcome you, whoever's out there and listeningville, to join us on the journey. Listeningville. That sounds like a nice place. Listenerville. We should, <laughs> we should go visit. Uh, because that's where the people are, apparently. In yeah. Listeningville. Um, all right, so this week we figured what we would do, since it's the very first episode, it seemed fitting to do Here's the Thing about us. Us. And let me tell you, this is exciting because it's something we've talked about doing for a long, 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 long time now. And now we're doing it and we debated on what our first topic was going to be. And we decided that we should talk about who we are a little bit. So we're not just complete and total strangers, right? Because your well, yeah, for two re- for two reasons taught you not to talk to strangers right off the bat. Yeah, stranger danger. Stranger first danger. of all, we don't want to be. It's polite to introduce yourself, sure. But also, we're egomaniacs and we like to talk about ourselves, and so we figured that's the first thing we'll do, mm. right? Mm, yeah, no, I didn't really catch that, but I guess that's really what it comes down to, pretty much. Huh. So, um, tell us about yourself, sir. Well, first of all. Let me tell you about ourselves real quick. So, oh, oh. so I live in Virginia, and Josh here lives in Chicago. Mm. And so what's unique is we are going to be doing, at least for a little while, some of these episodes um, in different places but together. But what's so cool is I met Josh in Chicago years ago, probably 10 Years ago, almost. Yeah. Maybe eight years ago. We still don't know your name. No. <laughs> I'm going to save that. I'm going to save it. I'm saving it. Hold back. Oh. <laughs> be be All subtle. Right. All right. Building tension. So, <laughs> we know Josh's name. Okay. <laughs> so Josh is that guy. Uh-huh. And so, all right, my name is Tyler May. Yeah. And I live in Virginia. And what 
uh, happened is I met Josh years ago, and now he visits here often to Virginia, and also I to Chicago, um, my wife and I. And so we decided that for our first podcast, our first launch, which is going just dandy so far, it seems. Beautifully. <laughs> so smooth, without a hitch. Um, so we decided for the first podcast we should be together in the same room and it'd be a great way to kick it off. And so that's what's happening right now. And um, I, you're going to find out in future episodes that I don't always like, I don't always, I don't always sound like a cowboy. Like, I don't always have that low. Yeah. I feel I, I just feel like I need to disclose that. Maybe I don't. I feel like I need to because it, well, so we, we did, we last night, so we like music, right? I mean, we're going to talk a lot about music, I'm sure, in the future. And we did a lot of music last night. And we sang and played things, and it just, just well into the evening, late evening, early right. morning, I guess. So, we're the repercussions from that. I'm, I'm feeling it more so than Josh is over here. But um, well, typically my voice is not. I'm not a bass, and typically my voice doesn't sound as low as it does right now. Yeah. Okay. So that makes me feel better. Yeah. So, um. And so then we decided to just get up bright and early before he has to leave and and uh, and chat a little bit. So mm. so, anyways, I just had to explain how we got here and why we sound like we're sick. But um, but anyways, yeah. So I live here in Virginia with my wife Casey and my beautiful daughter Harper, and um, this is where we are from. Uh, Casey and I both, and we went to Chicago for college for a couple years. Uh, again, it's where I met this guy. And we hit it off, became buds, and here we are, um, eight years later. Has it been that many years? I, I think so. Um, so, True Green. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like eight years. 2008. Yeah. This is 2016. Well, thanks, huh? Hang on, let me use my calculator for yeah. that, just to make sure. No, it's 2016. I'm just kidding. You're right on the button. Okay, cool. But you literally pulled your phone out for that guy. Like, <laughs> like everybody listening is going to see that. I like to commit. So, yeah. I really like to Yeah, it's been in. eight years. So, I, like, I'm original. well, originally, originally from New York, uh, upstate western New York, uh, outside of Buffalo. And then my family moved to New Jersey when I was eight. Freaking hated it there. And we lived there for a long time. And then we moved to Indiana. Why'd you hate Jersey? It was just bad. It was dumb. It's a real dumb state. You can never make a left-hand turn, ever. That's an exaggeration, but it's almost ever you can't do it. Okay. Like, Wait, so, like, like it, as a person or in a car? No, people can make left <laughs> okay. turns. Cars cannot, okay. usually. Unless, like, so... <laughs> Most of the time, like 90% of the time, you can't make a left-hand turn. So if you're driving down the road, right, in New Jersey, right. and you want to take a left at an intersection, you can't just go to that intersection and take a left. They have these things called, they call jug handles. And so, like, basically, it's like an exit ramp off of a road. Like, okay, I'm with you. You know, two lanes going one way, two lanes going the other way, like a normal just city road, right? right? Yeah, so, like, you have to, like, take a jug handle. So you take a right off the road, and then it swings around and goes across, like... It goes, it veers off to the right, and then it swings back, like, curves to the left. Gotcha. And then goes across okay. the intersection. Okay. That's awful. Instead of just going to the intersection or left-hand turn lane mm -hmm. and then turning left on an arrow, yep. which makes so much sense. Right. Yeah. 
So like that's they how we say do things here, we do a lot of. Like, that's how um, everyone does things. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Except for New Jersey. Interesting. And that's like it's stuff like that is why New Jersey's the worst. Gotcha. So to if we have any listeners in New Jersey, <laughs> let's go ahead right now and say that's no, the screw that's the only re- oh, really yep. okay well I guess sorry um, I'm going to go ahead and let that demographic just go. <laughs> How many people can possibly be listening from New Jersey anyway? Uh, no, like I just didn't prefer it. Obviously, some people like it. It's the most densely populated state in the United States. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And it was pretty close to Philadelphia, which was cool. We live like two blocks away from the Delaware River, which was cool. Um, I just didn't, I didn't particularly like New Jersey. Mm. New Jersey has, um, again, I'd like not to offend anybody potentially that's <laughs> living in New Jersey We're right past now. past that, I think. But uh, it's too late. there was like, I've, it was just a different brand of rude than I had ever experienced mm. as well. Like, in New York, New York is a lot like Indiana and Chicago, like that Midwest feel where like people really kind of just prefer to act like you don't exist. Like, I'll just pretend you don't exist, you pretend I don't exist, and then we'll both be fine, and we'll do our separate things. And if we have to interact, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. we'll be cordial. Sure. But let's just, you know, be separated. Well, in New Jersey, sometimes people go out of their way to, like, be rude. Hmm. Uh, it's awful. It's a different, it's different (laughs) experience. So, uh, but so we moved there and then, um, we moved to Indiana when I was 17, like the summer before my senior year of high school, which sounds awful, but it was actually awesome Mm. because I went to a much bigger school with like real sports programs, which was awesome. Yeah. So I did that stuff. Uh, and then I've been living in Indiana ever since. I love Indiana. Northwest Indiana. That's not a gag if you're listening here. No, no, that's a true love, story. It does yeah, love a lot, Northwest Indiana. A lot of people are like, screw New Jersey. Indiana's great. And everybody else is like, what? Um, yeah, so like a lot of people call Northwest Indiana the armpit of America. Yeah. But no, that's... Uh, it's true. I lived actually... I, I lived- say better to live in the armpit than the butthole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I can't relate to <laughs> Have that. you been to New Jersey ever? Yeah. Um, well, my family, we used to vacation up in Cape May, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. See? Like, oh, well, like it's not I bad. Mean, the, so there's like Cape May and uh, Atlantic City. Right. We never went into the... Bu- Atlantic bu- City's like the Las Vegas we never went of into New the Jersey. We, we, like, we float around the outer... Well, the whole the, of New Jersey is like the butthole. Cape May is like... Outer butthole. It's not as buttholey as the rest of the butthole. It's still kind of a butthole. But it still stinks. We've said butthole so many times on this episode. Uh, welcome. <laughs> it's okay. If, if you're offended, then it's probably for the best. I'm sorry. It's probably for the best if... if it's just going to get worse from here on. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that's me. Like, I've... Tyler and I met when we were working at True Green. If you're not familiar with True Green, let me tell you all about it. It's a lawn care company. Are you doing a plug for um, and <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to go into my sales pitch at every door. We're not. Um, neither one of us works for True Green. We take care anymore. of your neighbor's lawns. And um, so here's the deal. Uh, we could do like seven applications in a year. 
Um, we do recommend an aeration with an overseed in the fall. That's Ooh, really the that's best time steal. to do it because you know that's when the roots really start to expand anyway. And, you and so it just loosens up the soil. You get about 40% more water <laughs> penetration in the soil. It gets right down to the roots. It's going to really benefit you next spring. You're wow. going to see the difference. You're going to have a lush, thick just carpet of grass next spring. You really remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I said it every day of my That's life crazy. for so many years. You forgot. Uh, normally eighty-five dollars an application, but today only we'll do it for forty dollars an application. How does that sound? Oh yeah. Well, I never even <laughs> mentioned the price until after I right, already, right. I'm just like because I learned I learned the silent close from TJ, and so like I do my whole pitch, and then right at the end I'd say something like, "Yeah, and, you know, we, we're usually like getting our route set up right about now, so we're gonna be on your street probably sometime next week," and then I would just stop talking. And then it gets really uncomfortable because, like, right, yeah. they're waiting for you to ask for the sale, but I've already asked for the sale. Like, I'm telling you, we're going to be here. So the, the first, first person first to speak. The talk loses. loses. first person to speak loses. Yep. So I knew that one. And knew so, really yeah. So I would just wait for them to talk. And so, nice. usually, like, usually that makes so many people so uncomfortable that they're like, okay, well, and then as soon as they say, okay, it's, huh. Yeah. So then I would be like, yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, because we're already going to be out here, I can actually lower the price a little bit for you. Mm, so yeah, normally good. along your size, I paced it off earlier. It's like 85 bucks, but, um, you know, you know, John down the street, right? I'm just going to give you his customer referral. Mm, yeah, that's uh, great. So yeah, if anybody out there needs lawn care, Josh used to work there. I used to work there. <laughs> So did you. <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was actually... I didn't take it as seriously as you did, because I don't remember any of my... That was your entire door pitch. That was everything. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, with the with the aeration included. And then, like, if they balked at any of it, you know, you can back way down from seven applications in an aeration. Yeah, yeah, To, like, three, ap three applications base. at 25 Yeah, <laughs> exactly. $25 minis. <laughs> and then Chad would yell at us uh, for that, but... I did. Uh, I I did a lot of four. I think four applications equal to unit. Yeah. Or then there was a word for was, if you did less was than that. It was four. Like partial, it was a partial. Yeah. If, if you did less than four, so, but four was a full sale. And then I think thirty was the minimum we could charge. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many for just the front yard. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many four applications at thirty applications. It sold. was one hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like it was one hundred twenty <laughs> plus tags. Exactly. And we'd be like, look, for one hundred twenty dollars this season, this square of your lawn could look was, so good it was a little bit it was just a little bigger than this room yeah and we tried to take it like take the wheel out there like let me go do an estimate for you You'd, like take the wheel down 12 we foot. already know in our head it's gonna be 30 <laughs> 12 30 foot by 12 foot uh, yep. back with, wow this is it's a pretty big front yard you have here <laughs> i actually forgot about those measuring wheels that we used to use yeah no they, that's like that's that was like uh i almost said prospecting but that's not the word at all uh, you know those people that like they have the the stand and they stand in the street and the guy other guy goes way down and they look through the lens and the guy like holds up a thing and they're like surveying is what they're doing. Yeah. Not like the people in the mall. That's a different kind of survey. Yes, different. Right. I see what. Yeah. Anyway, that was a whole tangent about True Green and Lawn Care, but that's where we met. So Tyler started working there. So it's important. It's an important uh, place. I had already been working there. I think a season or mm -hmm. two. Um, and then we ended up on the same door-to-door -door team for a long time. We did. Uh, and that was an adventure. And then we parted ways. I don't remember where I went to work after that. I've had so many jobs. You stayed at Tr True Green, I want to say. Oh, I did. I did. Because I ended up being the manager of the customer retention department. Yes. I remember that. They lay. So what happens is that True Green lays off in the wintertime. It does up there because you, you, winter is like six months long. And so it lays off for like at least three or four of those months. And me and another buddy of mine, 
uh, Lucas, who worked at True Green, um, found this other company. That's where I think you're about to go into. Yeah. And we started working there. We liked it. As much as we liked True Green and we enjoyed breaking records and kicking butt out there, we... And that one went all year round. It went year round and we found that we kind of enjoyed it. So we stayed there. I don't know how long we were there before you came along. We were there for a little bit. I feel and like at least a year, year and a half. Or probably, like but I think I think we put the pressure on you a lot. Like, man, you got to yeah. come. I think I did a whole. Us. I think I did one more season after you left because by the time I went there, it was already like going into wintertime. I think it was like season, okay. or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so then I went to work at uh, a company that sold. At the time, we were selling newspaper subscriptions door to door. Yeah, uh, making ten bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. Like we'd get like a little stipend and then ten bucks a pop on newspaper subscriptions and. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. That was a real hustle. I mean, True Green um, was a lot more corporate structure. Right. Uh, this job is the guy. I mean, the guy that started the company. His name is Jim. He's still uh, a good friend of ours, and um, a lot, on a lot smaller scale. And we, the moral of the story, I guess, is sales is something that we, Josh and I, learned and did together. And um, you know, it was that definitely was an adventure. No two days are ever the same. Anybody that sells or does any kind of marketing for a living it's definitely an adventure day in and day out so it was those were good times the great the great the great thing was when we would have conversations like this ended up happening to like tyler me lucas um even guys like steve lambert that were on our team for a while like the guy like so there i mean not to be that guy but like there were a few of us that freaking rocked pretty much every day whether it was a true green or um nmg and so, like, we would be having conversations in everyday life, not just, like, when we were out selling door-to-door. And we would end up being in these situations where one of us would have an idea for something to do. And then the other would be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. And then we'd end up, like, trying to sell each other without thinking about it <laughs> in the conversation. Like, we'd use the same phrases and the same strategy <laughs> in our conversation with each other uh, as we would at the door. And that's when I knew too much, I think. <laughs> I think it's too much. Uh, uh, that's great. Uh, like, because I noticed, I, I, like, I would do that with other people. It's like, not I would do a that bad, with everyone, and then I bad, would feel bad. Yeah, it's not a bad tool though if it's used the right way. The human psychology, all that stuff. I mean, anybody could do that, but I do know what you're talking about. Like, if somebody wanted to go to lunch somewhere, like you, you, ask, <laughs> you, you ask a girl to marry you, and she's like, "No, I don't think so." And you're like, "Look, I I understand your concern. I really do. And you know, if I was in your position, I might say the same thing. Let me tell you something else though that may change." <laughs> No, I, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to say no. That's all right. Uh, yeah, get the yes, yes question. That's what right, you need. Like, exactly. What if I told you? If Look, do you <laughs> want to marry me um, in a month or in a year? I mean, I guess I'd pick a year. Okay, great. Let's go. Cool. Get all right. I'll, go get, get, I'll go ahead and get that scheduled. <laughs> get that scheduled. I'll see you in a year. Oh, man. Uh, no, that's exactly how it works, though. It's great. Yeah. Um, we had good conversations, man. Those were, those were good times. And that's, that's really where a lot of the bonding happened because... We would spend so much time in the car talking, jamming out, listening to our own genres of music. Our favorite story, one of our favorite stories, so my buddy Lucas got in the car one day. And, <laughs> and uh, this is like in 2010 probably. He gets in the car and he's like, hey guys, I got this new jam I just found. Well, Lucas grew up in Africa. He was very sheltered. Literally grew up in Southern Africa. Literally, yeah, no, he grew up, yeah. Yeah. It's also an expression. Like, this guy no, literally grew up did. in Africa. Yeah. Grew up in Southern Africa. And, um, Southern, South Africa? Mm-hmm. 
South Africa. I said Southern Africa, like it's the U.S. <laughs> so Luca grew up in the southern portion of Africa, right? And he um, gets in the car and he says, "Man, guys, I got this new tune. You guys are gonna love it." He like hooks it up to my aux cable, or probably actually at the time it wasn't. It was a uh, cassette ca- deck, the cassette that has the Converter. wire coming out. Yeah, the look, Converter. don't knock that. My car still has that. Okay, I'm rocking CDs and a cassette deck converter. I mean, it's cool. It's retro. Yeah, I'm mm. hipster like that. Anyway, also four. <laughs> they usually do coincide. <laughs> they do. Um, gosh, we just we just offended the hipster crowd. I'm part hipster too, so don't be offended. Oh, I um, enjoy I enjoy the hipster style. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, I mean, I live in Richmond, Virginia, so I have to. It's yeah. inevitable. All right. So, um, anyways, he gets in. All right, and he says, "Guys, you got to hear this new tune. I just found. You're gonna love it." He cranks it. We're all excited. And NSYNC, bye bye bye, <laughs> comes on the speakers, and we thought he was joking, and he's like singing the lyrics, like we're gonna be impressed that he learned the lyrics to, to but which I don't even know. I don't, no, think, I, I don't, I don't I know. Bye 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 bye. But he like knew the whole song or yeah. whatever, and we had to explain to him that the song came out in like ninety something, and uh, that was wait, funny. Wait, hey Siri, when was Bye 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 published? Bye 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 was released January 11th, 2000. 2000. What? 2000. Wow, we were about to give a false statement. I was I was a freshman in high school. I was going to say 99, so I was gonna it was going to be close. Anyway, so, yeah, so he, he was literally a decade. Yeah. He was one decade <laughs> off on that one. Um, <laughs> I, like, I'll never forget, because I would, like, we're into music, and so, you know, we're like, wow, Lucas actually found a song. Because, Lu- again, like, nothing against Lucas. We no, love him to death. Guy, but he, grew, he literally grew up in South Africa. And so, like, there were some things that he wasn't into. Like, he was still culturally, like, Sheltered. kind of acclimating. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, music wasn't really a thing that he brought to the table. Right. Like, usually it was, like, our choices in music. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I like that. And so, like, we, we were, like, finally, Lucas found a song. Like, this is great. You know, maybe it's a song we already know or like, or maybe it's a brand new one, and we're all going to like it together. <laughs> oh, and we did. We it liked was, it. We loved it. We laughed and, and we, laughed. We laughed so hard. <laughs> and he, like, he was legit, like, not in the know, had no idea. No. And then his mind was blown when we told him it. We had to, we had to explain. That was part of our childhood. That was a conversation that started with buddy. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> um, all right. Great. So another true green story. I had to tell. This is the last one that I will tell, but it sticks out. You weren't. Part, you may have been part of this, but one day. All right. So at True Green, you started that like you were going to tell Harper a story. <laughs> one day one day a long long time ago we were at True Green and there were these Nextel phones that we used to track everything we did everything so if you went to a door you had I still remember there was like five choices it was no contact call back I, don't even, I might even know the order it was no um, no answer not interested mm-hmm. three was I think I think three was call back four was Sale, five was phone number, or it was something along those lines. It was pretty cool. No, I three, think you're maybe right. Three was phone number, four was callback, five was sale. Anyways. Those, I think those were the five options. I'm not sure. It was five one. options, though. Yeah. And it, it, those were the five options. The first one was definitely no contact because I hit a lot of a ones. A lot of ones. Okay. So <laughs> so it would track, and I guess I didn't understand the um, like severity of that process. Like I didn't, they call them breadcrumbs. 
breadcrumbs. Every time you enter an action, which was what it was called on a Nextel, uh, it would drop what they called a breadcrumb, which was a blip on yeah. like a radar map. On a map, yeah. That the manager had access to to make sure we were <laughs> actually doing what we were supposed to be doing. Right. And I know you've got your own breadcrumb stories. Yes. And I, I know do. Chad may end up listening to this. <laughs> so, guys, real quick. Mine was, I, my story happened after Brian. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Came in. So, yeah. pause real quick. This, so, there's another podcast that Josh is a co host on. We might as well plug it now so we can oh, explain yeah. Chad. Might so, as well. South Dakota Gamer Podcast. You guys should check it out if you're into gaming or movies or any of that stuff. They cover a lot of that. Um, pop culture stuff is really awesome so josh is part of that podcast and i've gotten to uh i've had the pleasure of being a part of it a few times it's great anyways that podcast belongs to a man named chad who was our boss at true green and that's how we got all comes back around it all comes full circle here we are thank you chad yes anyways so um keep in mind in this story chad who is now a great i consider a great lifelong friend and i'm sure josh does too yeah. Was our <laughs> he's all right. No, he's a great guy, and he he was our boss at the time. So, I was a team builder. This was my second year with True Green, and I had moved up. I, I don't know if you call that moving up, but I had more than you know. Anyways, we were about a year in, and I was supposed to be. I was responsible for getting the guys out in the field, and then making sure everybody was knocking and happy, everything was going smoothly. Well, one day it was kind of cold and rainy, and we were sitting in a court. And uh, we uh, we all decided, well, hey, we'll just, on our next tell, about every 30 to 45 seconds, we'll just hit a button. You know, pick one. Not sale, obviously, because we didn't have a sale to show for it because we were sitting in a car. So we sat in there and we just hit no contact, no contact, phone number, no contact. And we just hit buttons. Well, I got back to the office that night. Everything was great. Chad's like, man, Tyler, the report's showing... You hit uh, 78 doors today or something like that. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. Yeah, I did. That's what I did today. Freaking hustled, even in the rain. Whew, yeah. That's what I was doing. And then those words, can I see you in my office for a second? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's not what you want. That's, you know, because I knew something probably, you know, considering what had happened that day. So I go in the office. It, it may have been my team actually. I feel like was in there, and you would remember this. And maybe you weren't on my team then. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't part of this one. Okay, I had a similar. Yeah, situation. so he he slides sheets of paper. You know, like we're about to do a business deal across the table, across the desk, and we're looking at this radar. And so imagine, if you will, a picture of a map. Right? I mean, before everything was on our phones, you would use MapQuest. So what the maps look like, you know, the black and white with the roads. And so there's a picture of a map. And there's a court. There's a court that's like not even a quarter of an inch on this map because yeah. I was parked inside of this court. And there was this giant gray mass <laughs> on top of it, where all of our little breadcrumb dots, which are little dots on a map, but when you do like seventy of them times four, mm-hmm. you get two hundred yeah. to two hundred to three hundred dots on top of this court. And it was just this giant bulb of dots right on top of it. And um, he's like, so. And my line to Chad to break the ice, and he may remember this, was there were a lot of houses on that court. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew I was busted, but man, I was trying oh, to man. salvage what I could. But oh, it was no, he gave he was really cool about it, and it didn't happen again after that, obviously. But um, 
not like that anyways. We knew from then on out, you have to drive a little bit and hit yeah. your next toe. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't be lazy about it. You had to at least walk you had around. To, you had to... And like at that point, you might as well just be knocking. Yeah. Try to make sense. Because you're already knocking. Yeah. Or you're already walking. Exactly. Yeah. So that was one of my, that stands out too. And it was a good life lesson learned. And now I went into sales management myself and uh, I, I, I'm sure I did some reaping to that end. So probably. Anyways, yeah, I know you you've got similar situations that happened to you in terms of the next hill. Almost exactly the same situation, but with Brian, right. which was the manager that came in after Chad, because um, they like they were pretty secretive about how that actually worked until they, you got in trouble for it, yes. and then you figured out exactly because how it worked. keep in mind I was like a year and a half in yeah. before that even happened. Yeah, and I had worked in <clears throat> South Bend at True Green. For at least three seasons before, like I ever went to Maryville, and you didn't know about the like Maryville was the big leagues, you know, blobs and, like, on the map that it dropped. Yeah, I didn't know exactly how the breadcrumbs worked. We didn't yeah. even really use that stuff when I was in South Bend. Like our boss there was an idiot and did not care at all. Uh, like that's a whole other. I'll have to tell stories about him some other time. But like, yeah, he just didn't care. Like we, I mean, we made money. Like Dan Wilson and I and. Um, Scott Mercer worked there for a while, but like mm. we like we made money. We made a decent amount of money, but we would go to the movies like yeah. before our like before we got out and started knocking, we'd knock for like thirty minutes and make three sales. South Bend was like easy. That was an easy branch to work at. Like there was Granger and like all the like all the areas surrounding Notre Dame, like super rich neighborhoods, people right. would spend tons of money. Yeah, so, that's nice. It was easy. A little but, bit of a hike out there, but then you had the Did uh you remember Gary? Yeah. Our branch manager. Gary Batty. <coughs> do you, yeah, that. Yeah. That's funny. Why did he do that? I don't know. Do you he's remember his, old do you remember his I love Gary, though. Oh, yeah. he's. I remember, Yeah, I liked him a lot. Man, yeah. I do remember, like, he had a catchphrase, and I don't remember. Every day before we went out. Now I can't remember it. Have a hunch. Oh, yeah. Sell a bunch. Have a hunch. Sell a bunch. <laughs> oh, I, I, still, I still, to this day, don't know exactly what that means. No, I don't know either. I think I don't. Think I know what having do. a hunch is, and I know what selling a bunch is, but I don't understand the, like, how the two relate. Have a hunch, sell a bunch. They rhyme. They rhyme. They rhyme. Yeah, like Gary was a funny guy too. He's like this this skinny. Uh, what was he like in his fifties? He could with a mouthful of teeth, been, man. He could have been in his forties or seventies. He's one of those guys. Yeah, I have no clue. He just had white hair, but he was energetic. He was very energetic. So man. What a dude. I remember him, like, he called me into his office one time, and I thought I was in trouble, and he just wanted to sit me down and talk about wireless routers, because his son games, and it would screw up his internet <laughs> surfing, and I was like, oh, okay, right. this is fine. This could have been worse. Uh, so this ended up being, here's the thing about True Green. <laughs> it did. Instead of us. But for all your long kind care, of us. For all also. your long care needs. Not sponsored. We are not, we are absolutely not sponsored by True Green. Right. Like um, they would... I don't even know if I'd recommend True Green at this point. <laughs> some of my other friends have much better uh, lawn care. Yeah, we need to, yeah if TJ services. listens to this, he's going to be offended. Yeah. What's the um, name of his? Ultra Green? Ultra Green. Yeah. Hey. Uh, if so you if you live, live in Nashville. If you live in Nashville. Or Murfreesboro. Or Murfreesboro. I don't know where Josh lives. He's fl- uh, Florida, maybe? No. If you live in a place with Ultra Green, you should go. Ultra Green is the way to go, yeah. for sure. Um, how so did we, how did we get here, man? I don't know. <laughs> We're like trying we to backtrack and pitch. I, I was just gonna wrap it up. I don't even care anymore. Well, look, let's just say this. So that's where we met. That's so we talked a lot about it, but it's it's that's that's where it all started for us. And here we are, eight years later. Lots of adventures and in music recordings and you know gaming, all the things we've done from then between now. 
I'm sure you'll get caught up on all those things and it's gonna be a lot of fun along the way. But that's where it all started for us. Here we sit eight years later in my little man cave um, at my home here in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, True Green, bringing people together. <laughs> like they do. You took it back to True Green, man. I was trying now, to, I was, I was trying I to mean, get away I'm from it. I'm just leaning man. into it now. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so listen, thanks for listening. I said listen, thanks for listening. I want you to listen to the fact that I'm thinking. That makes it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, and if if you enjoyed any of this, it's only going to get better. It, it only can. One would assume. <laughs> so uh, check back uh, soon because we're going to have more of this type of thing. Sure. About yeah. other things. Not us. Some us. A little bit of us. And mostly Because of the things. ego. We have to right. stroke our ego as we go. But so, um, that's another word that I don't like at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moist last night and that word today. I don't like it. I, I think I like that word less than I like the word moist, actually. What about we need to stroke our moist egos? I don't like that. <laughs> One bit. That's even worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> Putting those together and then referring to the ego with those two words in front of it is... The worst. It's really a a bad sense. Yeah, that's bad. Anyway, sorry. You guys had to hear that. Um, Come back next time. Until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Tyler. And uh, you guys have a great day.